0: It's Monday, the 31st day of May
1: 2021. Hey, Buddha, i to your announcement. Your dates, you're keeping this as future evidence to your kids or something.
0: As always, welcome to the bar. I'm your host, Drew. Hey,
1: your favorite barman, kids.
0: Yeah, so. Let's get right into this. Uh, Remember yeah. to follow us on our socials on Instagram at
1: the Sports Bar, KE, and on, on Facebook, Facebook, The Sports Bar. Let's do this. So it has been a crazy weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Uh we had two finals, a lot of NBA, and now we're gonna tell you what went down.
0: There's only one place to start
1: though. Yeah, uh, where is
0: that? The fact that believe, are gonna be know.
1: We were so wrong, I was so disappointed when I was and a salad dressing.
0: Yeah, so if you don't know it, else you actually won the jump. In.
1: By a goal to Neil, and the worst part was who scored the goal. One person who has been about as useful as tits on a male dog. Okay, have it. Exactly. <laughs> But the pass to him was spectacular, yeah. and him rounding off Ederson to finish it to an empty net. His composure was insane. He actually had he had an air of Thomas Muller in him when I saw that goal. But I still wasn't happy.
0: Yeah. But it all came
1: down to the overthinking professional, Pep. Pep Guardiola. He fielded a team which was inadequate to match up against Chelsea's overwhelming midfield.
0: I beg to differ. Ah, uh, why? Uh, that is a team. It? Man City had a bad day, with Pep, coupled with Pep Guardiola's terrible overthinking and decision-making and failing to field a proper defensive midfielder. I think Kante mm. took over the game. Yeah, He gave Goloza a chance to do whatever he wanted. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, they were nullified completely from the middle of the park. Chelsea looked like a very good team, which they are not.
1: <laughs> but I let's must be stress honest, that. Uh, City <laughs> only came to life in about the last 20-30 minutes of the game. Because in the first half, they didn't look like they were going to score. That The first half honestly looked like it was going to go in nil-nil at the break till Harvard scored in the 42nd minute. But uh, congratulations to them. I, uh, and I hope uh, Kevin De Bruyne gets well soon enough to play in the Euros. Yeah. Uh, they have 10 days to the game and he picked up an injury when he ran into the wall that is known as Antonio Rudiga.
0: Yeah, so... Chelsea won the Champions League. Still can't believe. I, you can't believe I'm saying that honestly.
1: Well, for you know what's the most interesting part about it? Of all the millions they spent, the Man of the Year, the captain, seven million euro man, as Cesar Spiliqueta joins the pantheon of legends.
0: Man, he's a Chelsea <laughs> legend, honestly. Right now, yeah, oh, yeah, On to some. Other news, which we we had another
1: final. We now know the Premier League lineup for next season. Yeah, the Premier
0: League bound teams for next season from the championship.
1: Well, we already knew uh, Norwich and Watford were going to be in. And finally, it was decided on Saturday at around uh, 7 p.m. Yeah, uh, Brentford
0: looks like a really... Brentford won. team, yeah. yeah. Brentford won the championship, championship final, playoff final. Yeah, bidding, by, two, Swansea, goals to by nil. two goals to nil.
1: The goals was scored in the 10th and 20th minute by Ivor Tony and Marcados. That man. <laughs> it was a, quite an interesting game, honestly. Swansea was just their worst enemy. It, wasn't, it was the, now for them, mm. unlike City, it was a bad day in the office. They tried everything, but Andrea, you just couldn't find the back of the net. Heading over, hitting uh, balls to Timbuktu. Hitting <laughs> like, balls. It yeah. was just ridiculous but uh, well done to the hunt to the bees yeah. who are honestly to,
0: they deserved it they have yeah. they've been trying to get to the Premier League for how long
1: 74 years
0: of constant uh, trial <laughs> to Som, to Ujaribu, and,
1: and uh, they uh, have the distinguished record of being yeah. the 50th different club to play in the Premier League. Since its its conception. Which is
0: quite something, honestly. Taking into account that Premier League only has 20 teams.
1: Yeah, so they become the 50th. And uh, what is also quite noticeable about them is there'll be another London club to grace the Premier League.
0: Honestly, it's a team we haven't seen, but if you've been watching the championship, you probably know they're a brilliant football team.
1: Attacking side. Yeah, they have a very good striker. Their manager, Thomas Frank, has just brought out this air of attack-minded football that kind of reminds me of Marcelo Bielsa, but his isn't as smooth as Bielsa, I think, because of the players, and maybe he'll get new ones into the side. But genuinely, I'm... Foreseeing great things in their future because some of the wins they've had in the championship this season. Yeah, they rode to the final. I yeah. mean, so beating teams seven, six, five goals. Like, they've
0: had a very impressive season. Yeah. Let's hope, let's hope they'll transform that, transfer that to the Premier League, mm-hmm. where it's a bit tricky. They can ask Fulham <laughs> if they needed to. Yeah, yeah, but so Brentford is the last team to join Fulham and Norwich back in the Premier League. Not Fulham. Season. No, not Watford. Fulham. Yeah, Watford and Norwich back yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah, Fulham went down, by the way. Yeah, so. Oh That's... and
1: uh actually speaking of promotion and relegation news uh, a couple of uh, other leagues confirmed this uh Bundesliga Cologne stay up Yeah and, Cologne stayed up Yeah they managed to win their playoff crunch game
0: I think we have a couple from Liga left
1: one one game uh the second leg between Toulouse and Nantes
0: Okay uh, away from all the football news <laughs> time to get into Highlights. My highlights of the weekend. Into let's NBA. get into a bit of basketball. There. Yeah, where we have the NBA playoffs going on. We had a bunch of game threes and game fours over the weekend. <laughs> the Bucks Heat were going head to head for on in game four with the Bucks leading. For 3 nil against the Miami Heat. I'm
1: really, oh, i cringing the game. just saying you this. the you know? game that I told so, you this would happen. <laughs> Heading into
0: the weekend, uh-huh. the Bucks were leading 3 nil in their series mm-hmm. and only needing a win to sweep away the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. which is exactly what they did in game four, winning the game by 120 to 103.
1: It wasn't even close. It wasn't. It was close. Missed it by Tishmutt.
0: Miami Heat is the team which made it to the NBA final last year. They played the LA Lakers last mm-hmm. year in the NBA Finals. And then they just swept out of the first round of the NBA playoffs this I told season. you this would
1: happen. <sighs> <Honestly. laughs>
0: On to the next team. Uh, we had the Nuggets, Nuggets and Blazers going up in Game 4 as well, with the Nuggets leading that series 2-1. Mm-hmm. In Game 4, the Blazers managed to come back. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum combined for... Uh, for good night, and uh, yeah, they tied the series at two-two, winning the game 115 to
1: 95. That one, is, that one, I told you earlier. It's going all seven rounds. Yeah,
0: this this looks like a seven-seven mm-hmm. seven game thriller. Yeah, <laughs> until the next game, which was the Nets Celtics. Honestly, turning out into a bit of a what? What do I call it?
1: It was entertaining, at least. It's
0: entertaining, but it's not challenging, really, because Harden, Kevin come Durant, back. and Kyrie having are struggling. Honestly, Celtics I can tell you, yeah, won they did come game back on Saturday because, morning. Because, yeah, uh, into the weekend, we are going into Game 3, which yeah. the Celtics won. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum scoring a 50-pointer. He had a 50-point game. Yeah. But today morning, we had a Game 4 against the... Uh, the game team. 4 for the same teams. And ended up in a blowout for the Nets. Honestly, they won 141 to 126. But I
1: mean, the the game they played on Saturday was quite telling. Because from the beginning of the game, each quarter, except the last, the Celtics won.
0: At the end of the day, if the Nets (laughs) locked in the way they did today morning, they scored... 60 points within two quarters, I know. which is usually very rare. So when they lock in, and honestly, they were just locked in today morning, they literally blew away the Celtics. Mm. They had no answer with Jason Tatum, unable to provide a spark, though he scored 42 points. Mm. But Kevin Durant scored 47, Kyrie Irving had 39. It was such an epic performance from the from the Nets, just showed how they, they're high above everyone else in the league.
1: Yeah, you say that. But they won't win the playoffs. <laughs>
0: into another series, which was very interesting as well. We have the Suns Lakers going on too. Going into I mean, the weekend, we had uh, game four.
1: Let's not even talk about this. Can we just skip it? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should fly to Staples Center with a slipper and just start beating it. Game four was
0: very interesting because we had a couple of news from the games. Yeah. Anthony Davis went down with another injury, yeah. a growing strain. And yeah, the Suns ended up winning the game hundred and 100 to 92, 92. Yeah. But, yeah. That's off a very brilliant Chris Paul performance yeah, today. And he now feels series, good. He looks, he looks fitter. He yeah, looks his fresher. Shoulder has yeah, his shoulder back. looks okay. So yeah. let's see what they can do.
1: And now the series is tied at 2-2, which again is quite disappointing because this was the game which the Lakers would have pulled ahead and... Yeah, and they would have needed them. one win just yeah. to... But now they've given uh, Paul the and Booker the chance to yeah, come and, and haunt them. And
0: the series is headed back to Phoenix.
1: Yeah, but they're not the only LA team which are tied, are they?
0: They're not. Mm. Speaking of LA teams, we had the, Going into the weekend, <laughs> the clippers Mav series was <laughs> 2-0 to Dallas Mavericks. Which is Luka Doncic, Kristaps Pozingis, and Dorian Finney-Smith putting the Clippers to the sword over. Last week. Yeah. That's the first two games. They won two. The first two games are we at Staples Center. Yeah, they did. When the series came back to Dallas, which is this weekend,
1: yeah, guess what? Yeah, I know what happened, and I'm very disappointed so, in Donchich. We
0: had a game three, when uh, It was on Saturday morning. morning yeah. yeah. The Clippers won that game 118 to 108, yeah. meaning the series came back to a 2 1. Yeah, and then we had a game four yesterday morning where the Mavs were again blown out by the Clippers, mm. 106 to 81. Yeah, that that's basically a... a 30 point deficit. They yeah, couldn't do anything. Clashing. So yeah, exactly. So I'm really curious as to what's going on with Dallas. I don't know, but they just lost a two two game lead.
1: Yeah, and that's what was so shocking. You know, honestly, I thought Mavs were gonna wrap this up this weekend. I thought they'd be joining they, the Bucs. Yeah, if they'd stolen one the game round. at
0: home, if they'd stolen one game at home, that would put them in prime position to go back to mm. Staples Center and just see out the, the series. But they were but unable to do that. And yeah.
1: now they're in trouble. They're in trouble because they're cause finally, they are going back to Staples Center and the Clippers Kauai have are momentum. are coming into that shutout form. Yeah, they and, have momentum. They yeah. had a
0: really good defense against Luca and uh, Luka and the team the yeah. other day. Into another series, we had the Sixers-Wizards game. This is also turning into another blowout, honestly. Because... <laughs> This, going into the weekend, the Sixers were leading the series 3-0. Yeah. And, yeah, as you expected, they won in 4. So by 132 to 103. It's another blowout as well for Russell Westbrook but and I mean, Bradley Beal.
1: But, I mean, you want to win as a team, but an, as an individual, uh, uh, what's his name? Russell Westbrook did break another record. He entered the top three triple-double leaders in playoff history. history yeah, uh, He is now behind only LeBron James and uh, what's that guy called? Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson yeah.
0: yeah. Knicks and Hawks, also game three. Series was tied one one. The Hawks lead the series three two one based on a ninety-six and hundred and thirteen win over the Knicks. And then the last game, which is turning out into my trailer for the first uh, for the for the first round of the playoffs, it's the Jazz and Grizzlies with Jamorant and Donovan Mitchell going head to head. Mm-hmm. We were going into Game Three into the weekend with a series tied one-one. Ended up in a one-twenty-one, one-eleven win for, for the jazz. jazz with Donovan Mitchell inspiring a brilliant performance from those guys.
1: I mean, ever since his return, that game has just turned on its head because earlier it looked like the Grays were gonna walk over the Jazz. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now without him, but being <laughs> <broken for> him.
0: <laughs> exactly. So going into the weekend, we also going into the week, we also mm-hmm. have some more NBA action. So we'll give you all that information in our next segment. And yeah, a bit more. Of what to expect this coming week?
1: Right. So, so yeah, let's, let's get into it.
0: Let's get into it. Into this segment, which is called the selection.
1: The preview.
0: Yeah, this is the preview. So yeah, <laughs> this is your weekly preview. I jumped a gun right there. Mm. Sorry about that. Yeah. So, what do we have going on this week? Oh, well, the week- Apart from basketball.
1: Well, when you put it that way, there's not really much <laughs> coming along. There are a couple of international friendlies, nothing of yeah, much consequence. Yeah, watch out for international football, yeah. by the way. If so, you enjoy
0: international football, there yeah, we have a lot of that coming your way.
1: Yeah, so a lot of them are just uh, practicing, getting some minutes in before the start of the Euros and the Copa America. But if we're talking games with consequence on the shape of the tournaments, we have to go and be NBA basketball. If yeah. you
0: don't love NBA basketball, don't know what's wrong with you. Anyway, yeah. so into this week we're going, uh, the Bucks Heat series is over. Done. Dusted. The Heat are gone home. Flawless victory. Yes, it was a flawless victory. Toasty. had a very interesting uh, quote. He said, don't play with your food <laughs> after sweeping the, the Heat away. Yeah, so that's done. The, the games we have left are the series between Nuggets Blazers, Nets Celtics, and Lakers, Clippers, Sixes, Sixers, Wizards, Nick's and Knicks
1: and Jazz versus Grizzlies. Yeah,
0: so there's so many games in here that are still very hard to call.
1: They're still perfectly balanced. Yeah, they're
0: still evenly balanced, mm. not necessarily perfectly. Because if you look at game fours and fives coming this week, the Nuggets plays as game. Whoever wins game five takes a one-game lead against the other. Yeah. With the series... Now getting to a point where it's back and forth, home and away, back and forth, home mm. and away, with fans allowed back in the arenas.
1: Throwing so, bottles and popcorn apparently they, at guys' <laughs> heads. Yeah. So, you know, the good oldies. Yes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so it's really tricky now because having to go away is going to be a bit difficult with the fans coming back. Mm. The atmosphere is usually very electric. If you watch the Celtics and Nets game this morning, you could tell how fans... Mad basically change the dynamic for the entire team. And
1: but again, let's not forget the downside to it because Kyrie Iving received a bottle to the head. Yeah, we'll talk about
0: that as now in this <laughs> we'll give you a bit of highlights of what happened to Kyrie this morning as well. Mm. But yeah, so the series is very, uh, very, 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 very evenly. They're very evenly even poised. I've
1: not participated <laughs> with you. I <that> know, <laughs> <one>, my butcher.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're very evenly poised. So, yeah, watch out for Game 5 between the Nuggets and the Blazers on Wednesday. Nets-Celtics as well on Wednesday, Game 5. If the Nets win the game, they basically...
1: Yeah, the the series is done and between the and the
0: Celtics in as well. Suns Lakers game five as well is very decisive. The series going back to Phoenix and if Phoenix win that game, they'll take a one game lead back to LA for game six. Mm-hmm. In the Clippers Mars game, it's this is the, I think this is the most interesting series left here. Well,
1: they are the same position as Suns and Lakers. They Both are, but two
0: two. Yeah, but one of them had to come back from <laughs> two games down in the Clippers mm-hmm. and Kawhi and Paul George having gained momentum over that period now going into. Game five is going to be really tricky for Dallas to stop them. And that's uh, what's up for game five of that on Thursday as well. Sixers, Wizards, game four.
1: Which could be the final game in the series because currently the Sixers have a 3 nil lead. Uh, lead. Against so they're star. just playing for one more win.
0: Yeah, which is today morning. They'll have a game... Tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning Tuesday yeah. Morning. Tomorrow morning, we also have the Knicks Hawks, Hawks evenly poised heading into game five. Not really evenly poised. Yeah, because Hawks the have Hawks a three one advantage. advantage against mm. the Knicks, so they might be able to also seal off that series on Thursday. Yeah. And the last game should be the Memphis Grizzlies against the Utah Jazz. Jazz. Yeah, so that is also very evenly poised. The game, the series at two one. We have game four. Tomorrow morning as well. So yeah, let's see what this week brings us.
1: Hopefully, a good week for the Lakers. Yeah, so watch out for game. I can't take any more disappointment.
0: (laughs) Watch out for game fours and game fives (laughs) this week.
1: And follow us on social media on Instagram at the Sports Bar Ke and on Facebook the Sports Bar to get regular updates on how the series are going.
0: Yep, let's get into our next segment.
1: Now we get into the selection and prediction segment of our show. Here we go through the games of the week and see which ones we think are worth a watch.
0: Yeah, so each of us has their own game of the week. Mm,
1: or two, Games actually. of the week. Yeah.
0: yeah, so let's start with you. Tell us, what's your game of the week? What's your pick of the week?
1: My pick of the week, number one, first of all, is from a great deal of bias. It's mm. because I'm a Lakers fan. I mm. mean, I've been watching them since Shaq and Kobe were the in thing. Mm. So now, again... They're so close to messing things up, and I just think it's worth a watch to see what happens between them and the Sun in the next two games this week, and which are game five and six. Yeah, we have,
0: ha- yeah, five and six. Keep in mind, yeah, they'll have to go to a game five and yeah. six. Keep in mind, Anthony Davis went down with yes, a, a growing strain today and morning,
1: and it's just a strain, it's not a serious injury. He yeah. could be on the bench, he, could be, he could be available, and even if he's out, we still have players who could come through. I mean, I make a lot of jokes at the expense of Caruso, but he has been a clutch player for Lakers when they've needed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah,
0: he has been, honestly. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma is also going to have to step up a bit. Dennis Schroeder, Andrew Drummond. Everyone's going to have to play their part. Yeah. But, you know, the leader of the gang now is Bron.
1: Yeah, and if he gets frustrated, you know, the series is done. LeBron plays with a lot of emotion if... Yeah. He, as soon as he's frustrated... This he's
0: is all assuming Anthony Davis doesn't come back. Yeah. But hopefully he does. We never like to see a competitor down.
1: Yeah. Uh, and my second pick is and Celtics.
0: So wait, that's your selection, first yeah. selection. Who's winning that? You, you know, might as well give us your
1: prediction.
0: Lakers are, uh, are going to take it. it is, so Lakers are going to take it. Yeah, five,
1: five and six. I think
0: get, So the entire series. The
1: series goes to Lakers. I'm predicting a very closely run series, but it's going to come down to fine margins. Both, uh, All previous games between Lakers and the Sun have been within 10 points at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. No one has lost but by that's more a than nine game. points. Yeah, a and yeah. it's going to continue that way, but I think uh, Lakers are going to edge them.
0: Okay, what's your other selection? Nets and
1: Celtics. And here's why. I think the Celtics are going to come back. I think they're going to win the two games this week. I pity you. (laughs) Pity me as much as you want. But within every stroke of brilliance, there is a touch of madness. (laughs) And that's what's going to happen over here. I genuinely think Celtics are too good a team to fall with such a huge gap. At least they are gonna take it to one more game and win the next one this coming week. Okay, so
0: who wins? I'm not even. Should I even ask you prediction? My prediction
1: is gonna be Celtics to win uh, the next game, but Nets are gonna clinch it on Friday.
0: Away from all the madness <laughs> that you just heard about, <laughs> let's get into some reasonable discussions. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. 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 So we have my selection. Number one is the Nuggets Blazers.
1: Man, who do you think is going to take?
0: Very is evenly poised series. Mm-hmm. Demon Leder and CJ McCollum putting on a show. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets are not... They have the MVP of the league in Nikola Jukic. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of pieces around him, but they would need Jamal Murray, who's out with an injury currently. So I'd honestly love to give them a chance to even beat the Blazers at, on this series. But yeah, I, just, I think the Blazers are going to win the next game.
1: Yep,
0: the next two games and close out the series, basically.
1: What are you talking about, Willis?
0: They're gonna close out the series, <laughs> so the next two games goes to the Blazers. That's from me.
1: Not from you. Hey, look forward to you being disappointed.
0: <laughs> My other selection, yes. <laughs> the Clippers is marvelous game. This is a thriller.
1: This game has been good. Like, so I mean, Luca went away
0: to Staples Center, got two games. Kawhi and Paul George came to Dallas got two games so we're going back to staples center how do you think this is going to play out i personally think it's going to play out like this Mm -hmm. the clippers are also going to win the next two games and close out the series i don't think the Mavs have enough to match up to them because once kawaii and paul george are locked in like they were and just blew them out today morning i don't think they they stand a chance against those two luca is a good player yes but he needs another piece around him that's going to help him carry that load, that offensive load. So I don't see them making it past the first round. But
1: yeah, I rate Dallas. I really do. I think they're a great team. They have a good balance, great team play. And I think they're going to come through. I then, think Clippers are going to go down.
0: Yeah, so that's my argument. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kibbs has his. So, yeah, tune in. Keep in touch with us on our socials. Uh, too. L-
1: lest we forget, yeah. since we're on predictions, Yeah. I am the wizard, not like in a Westbrook style, but I am the wizard of these predictions. Wizard I mean, was. <laughs> I mean, if we look at uh, even last weekends where we each had our predictions, yes. uh, to try to Champions League up because I've never been so wrong before. <laughs> I mean, three German coaches have won the last three Champions Leagues. What's happening? Should we just spend all the money on German coaches? Thomas
0: Tuchel and Jurgen Klopp.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Brentford was. An accurate call.
0: Yeah, one out of
1: three. No. One out of three. Two out of three. One out
0: of three.
1: Which one did I get wrong? Which one Yeah.
0: That's two.
1: Yeah. 50% then.
0: (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so keep in touch with us on all socials, on Instagram (laughs) and (laughs) K E and on Facebook at the Sportsbook to argue with us more, too. (laughs) Yeah, so into the next segment. Yep.
1: Now we get to the final segment of the day. This is where we cover the newest news story in a segment we call the news roundup. So, drum, mm. where do you want to start?
0: <laughs> with the news.
1: No shit, Sherlock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh what's been happening this week? A lot's been happening. Musical chairs already started spinning in terms of uh, movement in the sports world. Yeah. Basically, but... we have a lot happening currently, but uh, we'll just give you some confirmed stories. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, starting with the uh, this young man called Evan Tony and his bees I
1: from mean, Brentford, he
0: just came down from, is it Liga 1? Newcastle. Yeah, he was a Newcastle loanee playing in Ligue 1.
1: Yeah.
0: And he came from Ligue 1 straight into the Championship into Brentford. Into the this is his first season in the championship.
1: Actually, he came from League One, went back to Newcastle uh, in the beginning of the season before everyone knew what was happening. But he was deemed excess to requirement with the return of Andy Carroll and Dwight Gale to the side. Mm-hmm. And he's still a young man, he was told, Go make your own way. So, uh, Brentford were in a bit of a pinch after losing Ollie Watkins and side Ben Rama. So, they needed a striker yeah, for
0: the, prim- to the Premier League. Yeah,
1: so they needed a striker. So, they took a gamble. On Tony. and on his first season, he literally broke the top goal scoring record of the championship, which is getting 30. 30 after the playoff finals, 30, 30, he got 36. 33. 36.
0: No, I think in total, I think for the yeah, season, for the season yeah, he, he was like 40, about goals, 40, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's impressive. That is taking a, into account, this is his first season in the championship.
1: Yeah, and that is impressive for any striker because even looking at the season where the stars of Wally Watkins and St. Ben Rambo were there, they didn't, I think, combined the two players. Yeah. That's when they got close to Everton's total. And that wasn't the only impressive thing about this Brentford side. Let's look at it this way. Brentford was founded in 1889, right? Mm. That's 130 audience. <laughs> of history. Yeah. Never played in the Premier League. And here they are, finally they've made it to their target. And it's all thanks to their manager, Thomas Frank. Yeah. Thomas Frank is probably one of the most unimpressive CVs when you look at it, both playing and managing. As a player, he only played amateur football. That That's his history. Amateur football, never it to the post. And as a manager, he started off with the underage level of Denmark. He coached the under-16s, under-19s, under-21s. And from there, he moved on to Bromby, uh, which is a team still in Denmark. Yeah, in Danish league. Yeah, and after Bromby in 2018, he moved to be an assistant coach at Brentford, then took the head coach position. And now, two years later, since he was made head coach, has them in the Premier League. league. It's been a very
0: steady rise for Brentford and Thomas Frank honestly it's impressive and I have Antonio so.
1: I mean he has a less like look at his career trajectory it reminds me of Asate and Maasai in the Premier League but on, the only difference is he has a trophy now <laughs>
0: Anyway, yeah, so congratulations to Brentford for finally making it into the Premier League after yeah. seventy-five years. Seventy-four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Seventy-five.
0: What's... Come next year when they're officially there, it'll be seventy-five.
1: And I mean depending on what <laughs> imagine they imagine
0: a li- that's an entire life cycle so <laughs> of a grown-up from birth to death from birth if you do death. a lot of drugs.
1: <laughs> and looking at the team, if they Spend wisely in the transfer market. I mean, they just need to reinforce on the defence. I mean, the likes of Pontus, Janssen are a bit up in the years. So if they could get a couple of good defenders to back up their indomitable midfield and uh, deadly attack, they, they could do well in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, so congratulations to Brentford again. So, and speaking
1: of the transfer market, I see the Reds have already started their purchases.
0: Yeah, the fake Reds, you mean? The Reds. The fake
1: Reds. The Reds.
0: Yeah, so Liverpool have already started their transfer activity already. A lot of rumors have been swirling around uh, that associate Liverpool with a lot of players, but. uh, they made the, the first move. piece of news there, yeah, the first piece of transfer business they've done is signing a defender, Ibrahim Konate, Konate from Leipzig. Uh, RB Leipzig, which honestly I think is a necessity they needed, yeah, taking into account the season they had last after the. van
1: Van Dijk's injury
0: down, yeah. So they needed reinforcements in the back and they've already started making moves. And I mean for the price, they got
1: for the price, the quality is really up there because they broke the transfer the the clause. They paid the clause which was about thirty six million pounds. The highest
0: the plus it's the highest transfer fee paid for a defender, but in the Bundesliga. So yeah, but ibrahim Konate is a very good defender. He's been, been playing, yeah, Been playing alongside another brilliant who youngster, Di and uh, who also ended Willy up, Auburn, yeah, club captain. Who Pemecano, who also ended up leaving for, Bayern music. So RB Leipzig has been losing very good and young players, but, along
1: with the manager.
0: Yeah, but they are getting value for money basically. It's, mm. They're doing very good business. It's a good business model. But back to Liverpool. Signing Konate allows them to be more flexible at the back with Joe Gomez and uh, the Calvin Phillips and the bunch of guys that they bought over January. No, partnering, Calvin Phillips, not uh, Kevin. It's Kevin Phillips, Phillips. Right? It's Kevin Phillips.
1: Nathaniel. It's Kevin Phillips. <laughs> That's the guy from Leeds, dumbass. <laughs> Nat Phillips is the six foot five centre back playing for Liverpool currently. It's
0: not Kevin Phillips.
1: Yes, it's not. <laughs> it's Phillips. Anyway, yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, the the they signed Konate, which gives them a balance at the back, giving them flexibility in terms of all the defenders they have. Because I think from all the defenders, I don't think there's anyone who's not been on injury this past passes. And Joe Gomez has been out, Joel Marty. And Montaic let's look at it this out. way. It, they had to draw Henderson and. Fabinho. And Fabinho back into defence. So, and yeah, it's a good signing for Liverpool. They've
1: also lost... I don't think they're going to extend the stay of Ozan Kabak, who looks like he'll be going back to play in Bundesliga 2 with Schalke. And the signing they took from Preston North Northend in uh, Davies mm. hasn't featured yet for the Reds, but now they do have a good rotation of defenders with Ibrahim Oconati coming in. You, uh, Jürgen Klopp might have a big problem in picking his best pair.
0: Yeah, so... Talking about defenders, we also have major major movement in terms of another team. We had uh, David Alaba going to run down, down his contract at uh, Bayern Munich. Was allowed loyal, to leave for free.
1: Loyal servant of Bayern Munich yeah, for eleven years. For eleven and years,
0: he now, ran, ran down his contract and was allowed to leave for free. And he signed uh, five year, was it a five-year contract. Yeah, five-year uh,
1: deal with uh, Papa Perez.
0: Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, so Real also making moves in the transfer market, getting a very good defender in David Alaba.
1: Yeah, as a replacement for... Okay, you know, Alaba was converted later on into a centre-back to accommodate Alphonse Davies. And I think having him be able to play as a centre-back and also the natural heir for Marcelo in the short term they have Mendy, though. Yeah, they do have so Mendy, but they're Mendy gonna doesn't use have him, the experience yet. Yeah,
0: but they're going to use him mostly as a left-sided centre-back because they've Truth. not had one. Honestly, Nacho is the only left-sided defender they have.
1: But he's a right-footed still, So it becomes that bit of imbalance with the natural positioning of a player. Alaba is left foot. Yeah, so he'd be a more natural fit yeah, in that position. Exactly. But now it still comes back to Real. Yes, that's a great signing for them. But who are you going to partner him with if uh, your club captain moves on? Yeah, rumours have been swelling Rafael around Aran that well.
0: Rafa Varane or Sergio Ramos is going to be leaving or the both. team. We don't know anything yet. So, maybe they're making moves to try and keep one of them at the club. We don't know. Let's see what the summer again, has in store and let's see how the future unfolds. The back
1: four of Mendy, Alaba, uh, Eda Militao and Carvajal could be entertaining to watch as well.
0: Very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, into something interesting that happened in the NBA this morning. Yeah. So, as you know, I think fans are back. I think you know this.
1: Yes.
0: Fans are allowed in the sports worlds. In every sports world, fans are allowed back into the stadiums. at a again. certain
1: percentage to stay Not deep? really,
0: because today morning we had TD Garden at, at capacity. At capacity? Yes. Americans. Yeah, But, you know, most of them in those areas have been fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically, and you have to prove you're vaccinated before you're allowed to enter into there. Arena. arena yeah you have to provide like a vaccination card in a few states back there yeah. so for the nba faithful in boston today was the first game they're back in the stands like you know full capacity everyone's making noise everyone's excited mm. here's what happened though they were going up against a very very good brooklyn Nets side yeah that had one of their former players in Caribbean. Caribbean. Kyrie having played for the for the Celtics for two years and then left very, very unceremoniously, mm. he'd told the fans mid season that he wanted to renew his contract, but then again off season
1: and you get a better deal and the chance to play with Kevin Durant and, and then you decide to James play. harden,
0: yeah, so the Boston fans are very salty with Kyrie mm. and Coupled with what they did today morning <laughs> in the Celtics. <laughs> they literally drumming. Yeah, they blew them away completely with Kyrie having putting in a dominant dominant performance. Kevin Durant was, ugh, was always brilliant. Mm-hmm. James Harden was spectacular with eighteen assists in the game. So at the end of the game, even the players themselves didn't line up for handshakes because the game was so tense, like that.
1: I mean, it was everyone was bitter. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't do that to a grown man, and then you expect him to be like, yeah, sure thing. I'm very happy you embarrassed me in front of the watching world, which keep, includes my keep family. Keep this in
0: mind. Curry had been dancing on the Celtics the entire <laughs> night, basically just putting moves and moves on them. So when the game ended and everyone was just about to leave, and the Brooklyn Nets were walking down the tunnel. One brilliant fan decided it was advisable to throw a water bottle at Kyrie
1: Ave. Well, at least it was a plastic bottle.
0: It was a plastic bottle. <laughs> missed by just a this tiny one. margin. But at the end of the day, he was seen and he was arrested. Yeah. Because there's been a lot going on between NBA players and fans of Leeds.
1: Yeah, because uh, this is just a few days after Russell Westbrook.
0: Westbrook had popcorns poured on his head as well. Yeah. You know? Even NBA players like Kevin Durant came out and told guys, if you came to the, state, if you came to the arenas, just respect the players come here to watch basketball and let it end at that. It doesn't have to get personal. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's just basketball at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, and in LeBron's statement, he says, why should, if it was the other way around, a player attacking a fan yeah. because of something that happened, The player would be banned. But how comes the fans are being allowed to get away scot free? Yeah. So there's been a lot of
0: traced with the cameras all around the arena. Mm -hmm. He was given a lifetime ban by the T D garden management. So he'll never be allowed back into the stand. But yeah, this brings up a lot of issues in terms of racism. We've seen every sport out here trying to fight racism in in sports, Mm -hmm. basically in the world in general. The there's been a lot of setbacks, but hopefully and I hope you're making progress in such incidences will become less and less of a, oh, yeah. over time.
1: And speaking of racism, you've actually reminded me of actually one of the top stories that happened over the past uh, six days from the Europa League final up to the Champions League final. On uh, Wednesday night after the loss, I think we mentioned, mentioned this in the last episode, with uh, Marcus Rashford receiving a lot of racial slurs mm. uh, due to his performance on Wednesday and a lot of uh, backlash to Twitter because of what's happening. And uh, not even three days later, on Saturday night after the Champions League final, the same thing happens to Kyle Walker and Raheem Sterling, his England teammates. So then again, this brings up the whole conversation of sports being uh, like uh, yeah I think games,
0: like Twitter being boycotted. Everything was very peaceful. And this is something wrong to say, but... Everything was peaceful with fans being indoors and letting the players actually just being able to focus on the the game game, and no external pressures. Listen, it's great that fans are able to come out to watch games and to pay for that. Those players also make money off of that. But then again, we have to put boundaries and respect each other. You're Mm -hmm. a fan, you're a player, you pay for this. I do this to entertain you. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep the line there. We don't have to get personal about it. My race and your race don't have anything relation, to do with the to, game to, to do with the game exactly yeah. so let's just hope and pray that by as we go on and people trying to put in measures to cover all this we'll keep on seeing progress over over time because it's not also a one-night a
1: solution there's solution. no quick fix there's no quick
0: fix to yeah. It, yeah on that note very sad note, but yeah yes. always,
1: well what don't me to with you
0: no <laughs> but we have to come to the end of our show today
1: yeah and it's been your favorite barman, and kids so i'm gonna take my leave uh drew what do you have here?
0: uh i'm gonna have to leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thanks again for joining us this week remember to follow us on our socials on instagram it's at the sports park AE, and on facebook it's at the sports park thank you so much and
1: see you again next time